are here. You are here. Turning lives around. I worship you. I worship you. Tell him you are here. Working in this place, I worship you. I worship you. You are here. You are here. Moving in our midst, I worship you. I worship you. You are here, working in this place. I worship you. I worship you. We sing, You are the way maker. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God. That is who you are. You are the way maker. Way maker, miracle worker. You promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are here. You are here. Moving in our midst. I worship you. I worship you. You are here moving. You are here. Moving in this place. Tell him. I worship you. I worship you. Waymaker. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. We sing you are the waymaker. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. We sing that is who, that is who you are. That is who you are. That is who you are. Oh, tell him that is who you are. Is it a miracle worker to you? Tell him that is who you are. 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 Even when I don't see it, even when oh, I yes. don't see it, you're working. Even when I can feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. God never stops. Even when I don't see it, you're working. Even when I can't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. 
keeper that is who you are we worship you and we love you speak your word to us oh god may none of us live the same in jesus name we pray and the saints said amen we may take our seats in the presence of the lord amen hallelujah glory to god you are welcome here and you are also welcome those online hallelujah and I believe that God has a good message, a good meal for us today. Amen? Five keys to prosperity. Five keys to prosperity. Hallelujah. How many want to prosper? Amen. Five keys to prosperity. Amen. Prosperity is very important. Hallelujah. Because God desires that we prosper. Oh, hallelujah. I see people who are prospering here. I see prosperous people here. And those online, you can also raise your hands that I am prospering also. I am a prosperous person and I will prosper. Hallelujah. So we have five keys. Last week we began to discuss or talk about why it is important for God to be the one who we rely on for prosperity. Amen? You can rely on your boss. You can rely on your own efforts. You can rely on friends. You can rely on contacts. Even though contacts are important, even though friends are important, even though we need to also do our part, God, at the end of the day, is the one who blesses. Amen? When you read Joshua 1.8, it says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you should meditate upon it day and night, day and night, so that you will be careful, so that thou mayest, uh, that thou mayest observe to do. So we will be very careful to observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then who will make the, your way prosperous? You. Thou shall make thy way prosperous, and thou shall have Good success. Who thou? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So it's clear that when God blesses, he makes us able to receive the blessing. Can I have an amen? Look at Deuteronomy 8.18. We'll talk about those in more detail. Deuteronomy 8.18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is you. It is your own effort. It is your boss. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. That he may establish his covenant which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. So who gives the power to obtain wealth? God. 
Amen? Joel, what do you think? God. Hallelujah. So what are the keys to prosperity? Number one, the first key is the key of knowing that it is God who gives us prosperity. Know that he is the source of blessing. He is the source of all blessing. The Bible says all, all, all good and perfect gifts come from God, the Father of light, of whom there is no variableness of turning in him. Hallelujah. Now let's turn our Bibles to James chapter 1 verse 17. James 1.17 Every, all, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Now look at this in Amplified. Now this is very important. So it means that every good and every perfect comes only from God. So if there's a gift that is good and perfect, it's from God. So if you have a gift that you feel is good and it's not from God, then it is not good indeed. And it is not perfect. That means you can imagine what it will be if God is in it. Every good gift and every perfect, free, large, full gift is from above. It comes down from the Father of all that gives light in the shining of whom there can be no variable or variation, rising or setting or shadow cast by his turning as in an eclipse. Wow. Let's look at it in NLT. Whatever is good and perfect comes to us from God above, who created all heaven's lights. Unlike them, he never changes or casts shifting shadows. So God doesn't change and there is no, so there's no variableness in him, meaning that there's no change in him. It means he's immutable. It means there is no mutation. There is no change. Coronavirus changes. There are variants. It mutates. So there's mutation, which means there's change. So God is immutable. It means that he cannot change. He does not change. That's why Hebrews 13, 8 says, Jesus Christ the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus Christ is God and that's why he's immutable. And he cannot change. The way he was in the earth, the way he thought, how he was is the same as he is now. He's immutable. He cannot change. So the Bible says that all good and perfect gifts, every good and perfect gift comes from God. So it, once it's good, if you want a good gift, if you want a perfect gift, then you must make sure that it is God who gives it to you. Because God, when he decides to give it, he doesn't change. He, he, he doesn't repent of the gifts he gives to us. His gifts are irrevocable, unchangeable. So it could also mean that even when we are not doing what he wants us to do, his gifts can still be there. Because the gifts and callings of God, when God calls you, he doesn't change his mind. And he was referring to Israel when it says that, look, I've called Israel and, and, and I'm not going to change my mind. 
And then in the New Testament, he says that, look, he, that his gifts and his callings are without repentance. He cannot change because he is immutable. There is no variation in him. And he, not only is there no variation in him and no change, but even a, a shifting shadow, even, even, the, even, even, even the, the, the fact that he cannot even move, not even an inch, not even a reflection of change. I don't know if you are hearing what I'm talking about. So it shows that you and I must know where the blessings come. And then we read Deuteronomy 8.18, which says, But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he, it is he, it is he, it is God, which giveth thee power to get wealth. So God is the one who gives us wealth for a reason. So that he will establish his covenant which he swear unto our fathers as it is to this day. So our father, he, it, it, he swore it to our father, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that he will give us wealth. And that is a covenant, the Abrahamic covenant. And you and I are recipients of that covenant because we are heirs according to the promise and we are descendants of Abraham. Not physical descendants like some people take it that they are Jews. and No, no, no. We are descendants by faith. Hallelujah. And we identify with the Jewish people because our, our Lord was a Jewish man or was from Palestine. Hallelujah. So he's, that's a very important place. Hallelujah. And the Bible says we must pray for the peace of Jerusalem. That those who, 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 who pray for the peace of Jerusalem will prosper. Yeah. So that's another way to be blessed. Just pray for the peace of Jerusalem. So I think that is one of the topics we always have. Uh, yeah, so let's always remember that. Hallelujah. So the power to obtain wealth. wealth that word power in the Hebrew, it means ability. So it is God who gives us the ability to obtain wealth. The force to obtain wealth. The might to obtain wealth. The strength to obtain wealth. The power to obtain wealth. Because someone can be in the middle of getting ready to obtain wealth and can be, uh, have a debilitating disease or be bedfast, and the power will be taken, and there will be no strength to obtain wealth. It is God who gives us the ability, the power to obtain wealth. Let's always remember that. Hallelujah. So that's very important. Now let's look at Genesis chapter 39, verse 2 to 6. Through 2 to 6. Because you and I must look for true riches and prosperity that comes from God only. And the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. So when God is with you, you will prosper hallelujah when god is with you whatever you do will prosper but the thing is that god must be with you and his master saw that he that the lord was with him and that the lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand and joseph found grace in his sight and he served him and he made him overseer over his house and all that he had 
he put into his hand. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. So God will bless your employer or whoever you are dealing with for your sake. So it means that when someone is associated with you, the person who God is with, you will be prosperous. The person who associates with someone God is with will prosper. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in his house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand and he knew not what he had. And he, he knew not what he had save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and was well favored. So it's very clear that it is God who blessed Joseph. And Joseph prospered because God was with him. So you and I must do our best to make sure that God is with us. Because if God is with you, you will prosper. Amen. When God is with someone, no matter what happens, when you look at Jacob, you look at Jacob's story, no matter what happened, even Jacob's well, the people contended with Jacob, he moved to another well, and he prospered there. Everywhere Joseph was, sorry, Joseph and Jacob was, they prospered. Now Jacob, his uncle wanted to swindle him, but jo Jacob prospered in spite of that. No matter what you do, when God is with you, you will prosper. You will prosper in all things. Anything you do will prosper. But the thing is that you and I must do what we need to do to make sure that God is with us. Amen. God is not just with everyone. Very important. God is not just with everyone. God is with those who he chooses to be with because of what they do. Hallelujah. What do I mean by that? If our hearts are for God, if we are totally devoted to God, God will be with us. God is not just with everyone. He is only with those who are sold out to him. So I want to encourage you to be sold out to God. I want to encourage you to give yourself totally to God and be devoted to him. Because that is when God will be with you. God is not with just every church member. God is not with just every Christian. Not every Christian will prosper. Because not every Christian does what it takes for God to be with them. Did you get that? But when you and I position ourselves in a way that God will be with us, we will prosper. Because like we just read, the Lord was with Joseph so that he prospered. Wow. Imagine because of you, anyone around you prospers. Anyone who deals with you prospers. Yes, that is a blessing. There are people when you associate with them, you will do well. You do well in school. You do well at work. You do well in business. You do well in anything you do because you are associated with them. Why? Because God is with them. Amen. So you and I must make it a point not just to be people who are associated with people who God is with. But let you, you be someone who God is with so that those around you in your circle will also prosper. Hallelujah. So that you will not be the only one prospering because you are around people who are blessed. Amen. Did you get that? Very important. Because even Potiphar, 
his household, the Egyptian's house. The, the, uh, what did I say? And it came to pass. This is Genesis three, uh, th Genesis thirty-nine five. And it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the, and the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the, in the field. I, I pray that this will be a desire of ours. That God, I want you to be with me. That's why Jabez, he prayed and said, Oh God, bless me and bless me indeed. And the Bible says that Jabez became more honorable, more noble, more blessed, more favored than his brethren because he prayed and God answered his prayer. So I pray that you and I will do the same. Amen. Know that there are many ways to get money, but God is the only one who blesses with prosperity. Last week we talked about that. There are different ways to get money. But money is not enough for blessing. Prosperity is not money only. Prosperity comes with money, but prosperity is not just money. Otherwise, Michael Jackson was prosperous. Otherwise, those who were rich should not have died and not enjoyed their riches. Those who built houses and died before moving into the houses... Were they prosperous? No. There are many people who are into drugs and into, into, into extortion and into money laundering and all sorts of things. And they are millionaires. But does that mean that it was God who prospered them? No. It doesn't mean it was God who prospered them. Hallelujah. But many of them die early. But when God blesses you, it is forever at least forever on earth. And then in the afterlife, he blesses you. Can I have an amen? amen. So when, when there are many ways, so there are many ways to get money, but God is the only one who blesses with prosperity. Now this is very important. I'm distinguishing between money and prosperity. You can get money from different sources, like I just explained. But prosperity comes only from God. Because prosperity is more than money. Prosperity is money. It comes with money, but it is long life. It is good health. It is a good name. The Bible says a good name is rather to be chosen than riches. Hallelujah. It, 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 is, it, it is a good existence. It is Zoe, the abundant life. These are all what we mean by success or prosperity that God gives. But money... It's an addition to when God prospers. When God prospers you, you add money to it. But money is not prosperity. Money is just a means to an end. Money is not the end, but a means to an end. What do I mean by that? There will come a time, or there was a time in the past, and I'm sure it will come, when people can have a lot of money, can have a million dollars, but cannot buy food. They might have a million dollars. They might have money, but might not have the food to buy. Or there could be a famine. Or money could be useless. 
Hallelujah. I'm sure a time will come that even cash, or it's coming, cash will not be much. It will not do much for us. So when you look at that, it means that, yes, the person had a lot of money, was a millionaire, but did not enjoy it because money was just a means to an end. What do I mean by a means to an end? A means to get what you are looking for. I have money, so I buy a good car. I have money, so I buy a house. So the house and the car are the end result of getting the money. I have money, so I, 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 I have good medical care. I have money, so I buy the things I want. So money is a means to an end, and God gives us that end, that blessing. That's why the Bible says there is a person, we read it here last week, there's a person who God has given the power to get wealth, but has not given that person the power or the ability to eat of that wealth. That is a vexation and an evil disease under the sun in Ecclesiastes. So you can have the money, but do you have the ability to eat that money? That is a gift from God. That is separate. You can get the money, but do you have the ability to eat it? I don't know if you are hearing what I'm talking about. So you and I must really understand these things. Amen? Look at Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. Proverbs 10, 22 says, The blessing of the Lord. The blessing of the Lord. It maketh rich. It maketh rich. And he addeth no sorrow with it. So, let's, I mean, what does this mean? If the blessing of the Lord makes rich and doesn't add sorrow to it, it means that the blessing of the Lord has characteristic one. It makes rich. And rich not only in finances, but in everything good. Number two, there's no sorrow attached to the blessing of the Lord. So it means that the, the so-called blessing that does not come from God will not make rich in all good things, and sorrow will be attached to it. Because God was trying to tell us that, yes, we know that there are different ways to get money. There are different ways to get riches. But let me tell you, when I bless, those things that happen to the others will not happen to you when I am blessing you. The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich, and he does not add sorrow with it. Look at ESV. The blessing of the Lord makes rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. NLT, and then amplified. The blessing of the Lord makes a person rich, but it didn't say financially. Rich in every way, and he adds no sorrow with it. The blessing of the Lord brings true riches. True riches. And add no sorrow to it, for it comes as a blessing from God. So realize that any way you get finances, it will either be secure because it comes from God, or it will be, it can vanish. When God gives riches, it endures. Yes, Psalm 91 and verse 14. Hallelujah. 
big uh, 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 NLT, you know, ampli, uh, NASB. NASB. Psalm 91 verse 14, NASB. Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him securely on high because he has known my name. So, when God blesses, it is secure. No matter who it is, you, you cannot be pulled down. When God blesses, you are established there. That's why the throne of David, God established David's throne. And the Bible says that the, the throne of David will be established forever. It will be established throughout this age. When we, even in the, the new millennium, in the after, even after, David's throne will still be established. Because when God establishes something, it lasts. I don't know if you are hearing what I'm saying. So you and I, which blessing are you looking for? Quick fix, riches, financial riches without God or true riches. Now, when it is outside God, it is financial money. It is financial blessing. When it is in God, it is prosperity, blessing, and true riches. So which one are you and I looking for? The quick financial blessing or the blessing of the Lord which make rich and addeth no sorrows? Which one? God must be done God's way and the other one could be done our way. What do you think? Now, you and I must also know, this is still the first, that God wants us to prosper. If there is a difference between God gives prosperity and God wants us to prosper. If you know that God wants you to prosper and he tells you to do certain things, know that once you do them, you will prosper well. Because he wants us to prosper. Look at Second John 1. Is it Third John 1, 3? No, 1, 2. Sorry, Third John 1, 2. Third John 1, 2. Beloved, I pray that in all respects, let's use King James. But it's still good. You may prosper. Yeah. Beloved, I wish above all things. That's what I want to see. God wishes above all things. Even though this letter was written by the Holy Ghost through the Apostle John to us, it also means that it is the Holy Ghost who is telling us this. Even though this is an epistle of Apostle Paul, sorry, Apostle John, the revelator, to the church, telling us that he, he wishes above all things. That we will prosper and be in health, even as our soul prosper. This is what God wants for us. I don't know if you are hearing what I'm saying. Beloved, I wish above all things, all things, that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. So God is wishing above all things that as we are here, 
we prosper and we are healthy and our minds are prosperous and our spirits are prosperous. Our soul is our mind. But he, he wishes above all things that our spirit, soul, and body will be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. But ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Someone will say, maybe God wants me to be a pauper. God wants me to be poor, to show me piety. God wants me to be poor, to teach me some lessons and let me live a modest life. Well, how do you explain First John, 3 John 1.3? Are you saying that you are more noble than God? When he wrote 3 John 1, uh, 2, I keep saying John, 3 John 1.3. 3 John 1.2, are you, are you saying you are more noble? Phoebe, I'm more noble than God now. That you want to, anyway, I won't even say that for you. You don't want to live a modest life. You want to reach, an, you, want, you want to live an abundant life. Full of riches, prosperity, good fruits, and works of righteousness. Because what's the use of riches without works of righteousness? Beloved. I said what? Beloved. I wish above all things. Now, if the creator of the universe who no one can counsel, he has no colleague, he has no counselor, he says it in the Old Testament. If he says he wishes above all things that we prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospered, who can disannul that? No one. But the key is God must be with us. If God is with us, we will prosper. If God is not with us, then we will be like the masses. I have never wanted to, I am not and I cannot, by the grace of God, be like the masses. It's never been in me. Since I was born, how much more as a born again Christian to be like the masses. And if there is a God who is no respecter of persons. No respecter of persons doesn't mean everybody is the same level. No. No respecter of persons means that if David, the king, was able to touch God's heart and God was very close to him and God blessed him, then anyone who decides to be close to God and do what David did and loves God will have the same blessing or more. Well, we can't take that throne bit. That one, you can fast and pray and fa die in your fast. You won't get that. That's David. We will not get a throne. Our Hallelujah. At least my name will always be called in heaven because David, I'm called David, so there's nothing we can do about that one. <laughs> Hallelujah. When they're saying David, then who? Who? No, no, it's that one. Okay. <laughs> yes. Hallelujah. How many are getting what I'm saying? So it's very, very, very important that we understand that God wants to bless us, but we need to do it his way. We need to be like David. He is no respecter of persons. That's the thing I like. So it means you can do your best. You can try. I said what you can try. The Bible says Enoch walked with God, Hebrews eleven six, and Enoch walked with God and was not because God took him. He was not found. God took him because he had this testimony that he pleased God. Sorry, Hebrews eleven five. 
But by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. And Genesis says, and Enoch walked with God and was not. He was not, he was not found because God translated him. He was not. So if Enoch pleased God, Moses was someone who was the lawgiver. And God was able to speak to Moses mouth to mouth, face to face. If it is possible, yes, Genesis 5.24. And Enoch walked with God and he was not, for God took him. That's it. Now, if it is possible by a human being, without exploding, to be able to talk to God mouth to mouth, and Moses was able to do that, and God is no respecter of persons, why I should be able to talk to him mouth to mouth. You also, if you can. If you want to, you make that choice. I'm, I want to. I want, I want to talk to him. The Bible says, and God spoke to Moses face to face, mouth to mouth, as a man speaketh to a friend. Hey! This one, it was not, the Bible, it was not dark speeches. God told Miriam and Aaron, were you not afraid? Was, it's like, you were, you were, you, you were criticizing Moses. Were you not afraid? Were you not, were you not afraid? When I'm speaking to you, Aaron and Miriam, and to prophets, I speak to them in dark speeches and in dark sayings and in, in, in the similitude. It's like you can't tell. You just hear some voices. You, 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 the word of the Lord came. But that is not so with Moses. He might speak to mouth to mouth. I speak to him mouth to mouth. Were you not afraid? Exodus 33, 11 says, And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face as a man speaketh unto his friend. Wow. Even Joshua didn't get that benefit, even though God spoke to him. Because Moses was different. So if God could speak to Moses like that, we don't know whether it was the, time, the law, prophets, all these different. I mean, Moses is a different guy. Abraham, there won't be David bosom. We have Abraham's bosom. <laughs> so there are certain ranks that they are there. But as God is listening and in heaven, if there is a chance that a human now can speak to God mouth to mouth, face to face, you should desire that you be that one too. Because he's no respecter of persons. You are not talking about a vision. You are talking about... It wasn't a vision Moses saw. Mouth to mouth, like a man speaking to a friend. Mouth to mouth, face to face. What? So, if God prospered David and the others, you can prosper also. I wish above all things, beloved, all things, all things, all things, that thou mayest prosper. Prosper in the left, prosper on the right, and be in health. Even as I so prospered. When God prospers you financially, he adds the, the, the healing or the, 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 the physical health to it. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as I so prospered and peace of mind. It's all in addition. It, it comes as a package. How can it be that God is with you and your mind is not well? How can it be that God is with you and you are sickly and ready to die? And you don't recover. 
the keys and don't recover. Because it's possible that you can be sick, but the key is recovery. Why? Because Psalm 41 verse 2 says that, and God will make his bed. God will be the nurse and make the person's bed in their sickness and restore them to health. Glory. Or oh, is it verse 3? Verse 3. Psalm 41 verse 3. <clears throat> The Lord will strengthen him upon the bed of languishing. Thou will make all his bed in his sickness. Look at this in NLT, verse 3. God will be the nurse. Oh, hallelujah. So it's possible. The Lord nurses them when they are sick and eases their pain and discomfort. So, so it's, it's, it means that when God is with you, even if you are not well, the key is that he'll be your nurse and he'll restore. But it is not possible that someone will live a sickly life. Don't forget, a sickly life, it doesn't mean that you will not be sick, but you will be eventually recover. Am I preaching here? Number two, you will also prosper. Hallelujah to Jesus. Number three, the mind will be stayed on Jesus. He will keep, keep you in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on Jesus, whose mind is stayed on him. Hope as an anchor to the soul. Both steadfast and it goes on. Hallelujah. So how many see the importance of God prospering and doing it God's way? God's way. God's way. Hallelujah. Now, let's look at God's way. Or, I mean, God's way is... A, is, is a lot. It's not God's way is not just one, two, three, and you finish. It says it's gonna take weeks for God's way. Are you ready? Yes. Isaiah one nineteen. Isaiah chapter one verse nineteen. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Glory to God. If, I'll preach on this very soon, so I'll not say too much about it, but if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. I'm surprised you are still in 20, it's only 19 you're looking for. If you are willing, only if you are willing. Now, let me give you an example. I was having a crusade in East St. Paul, in uh, Minnesota. Day one, two, and three, I think. Now, day two, a lady had a lamp in the breast, the lamp disappeared. Someone who couldn't walk began to walk. Miracles God performed because Jesus Christ was the same or is the same. No, was is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So Jesus Christ performed many miracles. Now the final day, day three. So this was day two, day three. There was a man. I can't remember who was talking to him. I think I was praying for the sick uh, so that Jesus he touches them. Hallelujah. 
and I can't remember whether it was LP Jasmine or Pastor Max or someone went to a man who was there the previous day and I think saw the video or the, you know, heard the testimony of the lamb disappearing and miracles, but were serving food after the program. How many are catching me so far? We're serving food, but we told them you have to finish the, the program before we serve the food. I think he, yes, yeah, so he couldn't hear in one ear. And they asked him, one of them, I can't remember who, do, do you want to hear? We saw the power of God yesterday, and you heard the testimonies. He said, this has, I've had this condition for a long time. I was in the war, and I, I, I lost my hearing, and I'm not ready, I'm not interested. When is the food being saved? Willing. If ye be willing. So the man knew the power of God but was not willing to be healed and left without his healing. Willing. So trust me, not everyone is willing to be blessed. They think they are, but if you are, you'll be willing to do what it takes. And all he needed to do was to just believe. But he said, I've had this hearing problem for a long time since the war, and I'm not interested in that. When is the food being served? <laughs> so he was told after this program. That's why. Why would God say that if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the life? If you are willing to obey me, if you are willing to serve me, if you are willing to live for me, if you are willing to be blessed... And you are obedient to do the things that I said do to be blessed. You eat the good of the land. What do you need to do for healing? What do you need to do for financial blessings? What do you need to do for long life? If you are willing to, be long, to live a long life, if you are willing for your finances, if you are willing for prosperity, if you are willing and you are obedient in what I said do to be blessed, do to be, uh, 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 have long life, do to be healthy, do to be prosperous. Once you are obedient to that, you eat. You just need to be willing. And I've just shown you that not everyone is willing to be blessed by this man's testimony. He said, this year, <laughs> uh, when I heard it, I was gobsmacked. Like the Brits will say. <laughs> He said, this year, I've had this. He, he's, well, he saw the miracles, the testimony. <clears throat> A woman, the breast, the lamb disappeared. The, the husband checked it at home the day before and, and gave the testimony that day. He checked he, the husband, the wife. They checked it. And the best person to check for a lamb is the woman, is the, the patient themselves. And she was scheduled for surgery. Disappeared. The man saw it. So was there power from Jesus? Yes. Was he willing to be healed this year? <laughs> I've had this condition for a long time since the war, and I'm not interested in that. When is the food being saved? <clears throat> if you be willing. Are you willing? So now God is asking you and I, are you willing to be with me? Are you willing to serve me? Are you willing to live for me? Are you willing to turn away from sin? Are you willing to love me? Are you willing to, 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 to help the needy, the poor? Are you willing to serve me? Are you willing 
Are you willing to obey what I've told you to do? When I tell you to do something, will you do it? When I tell you to step out, will you step out? When I tell you to, what am I telling you to do, will you do it? No wonder God was telling me to make a decision, to make a move, and I was fighting it. Two year, about two years ago. And I was preaching on the can-do man, as I was preaching. I said, the can-do man can do this, can do this. And then, boom, like a, almost like a hit in the face. It's like, but you, you are preaching on faith. I've been telling you to do it all this time. You are not doing it. You are not obeying me. Repeatedly. That message, it was, it was. Because the can-do man is able to do things. Is able to, 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 to move it's, it, it's not moved with fear. Oh. Are you willing to obey? Are you willing? If you are willing. Oh, I need. I need. Oh, I need thee. Oh, I need thee. I need thee, oh, I need thee. What are you willing to do for the need? How long do you and I spend praying for our needs? Willing and obedient. If there was a disease and the doctor said, okay, there was a disease and you are busy at work. You are busy with school or whatever. The doctor says, if you want to live every day, come at 6 p.m. for two hours, every day for two months or three months. Most people will be willing to live and would forget about the work thing, make adjustments and do it. But if there's a prayer meeting and the pastor says, I was watching Kenneth Hagin once and said, look, the doctors, when a doctor tells you to do something, go today, come back, go today, come back, you do it. Now, if you want your healing, do the same. You have to keep coming for this program. So if the pastor says, every day that we have a, a camp or a whatever, come every day for the two weeks we are having this program, and I believe that God will heal you, will you do it? Most people will not do it because they don't believe that God can do it. But those who believe, there was a lady who said her friend has cancer and wants to buy a ticket for me to go to pray for that person in New York or somewhere. I said, I mean, I'm not Jesus. So <laughs> if you are buying the I told her, if you are buying the ticket, it's good, I can go. But know that we are all trusting God. Don't hold me to it. <laughs> How many I get what I'm saying? Don't, <laughs> don't hold me to it. It's like I bought the ticket. I'm not Jesus. I'm trusting in his words. That's why I'll, I'll accept the offer. But just know that as I'm coming, I'm coming and we are all trusting God for your healing. This is because... She, she brought someone in for a meeting who had cancer and the person was healed. But many of those things I, I'm not aware, and because it's Jesus who healed, does it. I'm not aware. This program is there, and there's a healing. Once in a while, I'm aware. 
But there was a time that this person brought a stroke patient. Person, one part of the body, no movement. Paralyzed. I mean, had a, a, a wheeler. Could not move a part of the, the, the leg, the hands. But when Jesus hit, touched her, the power of the Holy Spirit touched that woman. She began to walk in front of everyone. So this woman thought that, wow, this thing. Let me call the people with cancer. Let me call them, which is good. But the disclaimer is important. <laughs> when Jesus has told me that, look, this I can take a look. I'll put fire in your hands. Anyone you touch. Until that, there's a disclaimer. I'll have faith. And the likelihood of you being healed is very, very high. But I'm not Jesus, so you can't, I can't guarantee anything. So I told the person, I can't guarantee this. Someone will say, that's not faith. No problem. Next time, just text me your number. Next time that happens, I'll take you, let you go, and you sign. And <laughs> you sign. <laughs> Hallelujah. I've tried to raise the dead. There was, no there was no condition. I just went to the house. I said, I'm raising the dead three times. Two children and one adult. <clears throat> Try to raise the dead three times. Michael, can you believe? Three times. If there's another dead, I'll go as if all of them were successful, even though not one got up. If there's another dead person and I'm told that this person is dead, can you come and pray for them? I'm going there because Jesus didn't refuse. When I'm going and I'm praying, I'm praying as if all three rose. I'm going with that kind of faith. But I'm not going to guarantee anyone unless the, the, Jesus has said it. <clears throat> Am I preaching? Because we don't know the laws and the rules that apply for that case. Are you willing? <clears throat> My time is up. Are you willing? I don't want to take, go, continue with the next point because of time. But are you willing? And are you obedient? <clears throat> the meek shall inherit the earth. So it means that we must be humble at work. We must be humble in what we do. I'm just giving an example and you'll be promoted. Your gift will cause you to not be with mere men, but you, 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 God will take you high. A man's gift makes room for him. Hallelujah. So what I'm saying is that we need to pray about the things that we are looking for and trust God and obey God. If God says in Luke chapter 11, look at Luke chapter 11 as I close, verse 13. If ye then being evil, Luke eleven thirteen, good, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to them that ask him? Look at Amplified. <clears throat> Only verse 13. Thank you. This is the key. Always look at Amplified when it comes to Luke 11 and Matthew 7. If you then being evil, that is sinful by nature, know how to give good gifts to your children. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask and continue to ask him? That's where people miss it. 
Many people don't have the power of the Holy Spirit or the anointing because they ask and they don't keep asking. But are you willing and obedient? Are you willing to be anointed? I am willing to be anointed and I'm praying for the anointing. I'm crying, God, I need anointing. I need anointing. So I'm praying continuously. I am praying continuously. I'm watching videos continuously. I am soaking in messages continuously. I am, uh, 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 I am reading the Bible continuously. I am praying continuously. I am asking God for the anointing continuously. And I'm still asking because I want anointing. Because I am obedient to this verse, Luke 11:13. I am willing. That's why I am obedient. But I've, the process is not over, so I'm still, I have to continue to be obedient to it. And when you anoint, then I continue to be obedient because that's what they anointing, they're at the levels. <clears throat> when I've been able to speak to Jesus mouth to mouth, then I know that, yes, at least I've gotten somewhere. <laughs> when the shadow is healing people, then you know that, yeah, yeah at least you've gotten to Apostle Paul you know, yeah, Peter, shadow. Not just for me, every Christian who is willing or obedient. I pray that there'll be a crusade or some service or miracle service and when people will bring cancer patients, as for cancer patients, there will be many healings because there was a time that <clears throat> there's a woman with breast cancer who died <clears throat> and I tried to raise her from the dead. And I said, God, how? I mean, you are big. How can this C, big C, why should it be big C with the name Jesus? How can, I said, no, 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 I, I wasn't happy at all. And I said that one day, the, the C will be small C. Because Jesus will just clear them, they, they heal them, so many of them. <clears throat> How can, his name is big enough. It's big enough, it should be much bigger than uh, HIV, much bigger than uh, uh, cancer. Before the cures come. That's what the cures will come with this immunotherapy. But before they come, there should be many, many, many. Jesus must prove his name for all these things. And not just with me, but with you all. If you want, if you are willing. I said what? If you are willing. I said what? If you are willing. If you are willing. If you are willing. That statement, and all were healed. <clears throat> Most miracle services, not all are healed. <clears throat> Sometimes after praying for people and many miracles, I ask those who want to be healed, who have not been healed, come forward. Once in a while, you don't get many people coming. Sometimes you get. So at least we are trusting God that a time will come that no, every, nobody will come because everybody is healed. But we need to trust God for that. Some of us should be able to go to the, doctor, the hospitals. We are still waiting in the hospitals. We used to do that in Minneapolis. We have to do that here. I don't know who is going to help, whether it's Emma or Etta. But we need to be able to go to the hospitals and volunteer. <clears throat> and pray for the sick there. We all disperse. We all pray for the sick. There's no one-man thing here. Everybody will pray. We'll go to our separate. We'll all pray for the sick, you know. And then we'll come back. Oh, testimony. This person will say, we all share the testimonies. I thought you put your hands together for the Lord. But you got to, yeah. Because 
this son shall follow the few who believe. No, this son shall follow them that believe. <clears throat> Glory to God. If you are willing, if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. I'm not out of word. I'm just out of time. We'll continue next week, God willing. Shall we stand to our feet? <clears throat> and let's speak to the Lord. Oh, glory to God. Let's bless the Lord. Let's speak to him. Oh, hallelujah to Jesus. <clears throat> Ask him to give you the grace to be willing to be prosperous and to be obedient for prosperity. Lord, make me willing. I want to be willing. I will. I will. I will. I am willing to be prosperous. I will. I will. I will. I pray for the grace to be obedient. <clears throat> In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. willing. Just speak to him. Jesus. Oh, <clears throat> If you are willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, 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 yes. If you be willing, if you be willing, just speak to him. Oh, yes. <clears throat> willing and obedient. You will eat the good of the land. Ask God for help. Ask God for grace. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If you are watching and you know, or you are here, you are watching and you know in your heart that you are far away from God. If you know in your heart that you are not born again. Or you don't even know what it means to be born again. You are not saved. But you know that 
you are far from Jesus and you want Jesus Christ to save you. If you want to be born again, you want your sins forgiven. You want to be washed with the blood of Jesus. You want a new life in Jesus Christ. You want to go to heaven when you die. Then I want you to raise your hands where you are. And I want you to repeat after me, including all of us. Heavenly Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. I confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins. I believe that his blood was shed for my sins. I believe that God raised him from the dead. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart. Please come into my life. Forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. From today, I belong to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. If you've prayed this prayer for the first time, you are born again. I want you to know that your sins are forgiven. You are washed with the blood of Jesus and you are saved. I, Father God, I pray that you keep and you preserve those who have surrendered their lives to Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. It's now time for us to take our offering. <clears throat> offering time is indeed blessing time. So I want to encourage you to take out a good offering to bless the Lord. If you have your tithe, your first and best, your tithe, which is your 10% of your increase, and you want to pay it also, you can. I always say that tithe is paid and offering is given. We pay tithe to the Lord because it belongs to the Lord. We give offering above our tithe. Hallelujah. As for God to bless us. Hallelujah. Father God, bless our tithe and offering. And those who are also watching, who are also giving, Father God, bless them as they give to support your work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And it will come back to you. Good measure, press down, shake it together, and running over, give. And it will come back to you. When you give, you give to the Lord. Give, and it will come back to you. Good measure, press down, shake it together, and running over, give. And it will come back to you. When you give, you give to the Lord. 
Father God, bless our offering in Jesus' name. And thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Prophesy. Hallelujah. We welcome our sister, Emma.